Jordan and Jake. Powered by Ortho Carolina. The home stops. He throws it across field. Guess who? Jordan Gross. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. This just in. The Panthers are 2-0. Jake DeLome, the Panthers are 2-0. Did you know that? I did not know that, and I was not expecting that opening, and I absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely love it. I got to keep you guessing, man. I can't just do the same old, hey, Jake, my friend, good to talk to you. I do that enough. So I, that was an audible right before the snap. I said, what can I do that's different? There it is, Jake. Well, that was awesome and such a great, uh, you know, Great update to know that the Panthers are two and zero. Oh. Couldn't yeah. ask for a better better what? start and a quick week, buddy. It is a short week, Jake, but uh, we still got to talk, you know, about our personal lives. What What's it like for you traveling this weekend? Then you got to come back. Your week's all messed up because there's a game Thursday. Are you able to get all your personal business handled? The horses all fed and watered and ran and the lawn mowed and everything before you got to peel out. And, and then what's your travel plans for this for Thursday? Drive there on Thursday, maybe? Yeah, well, I'm very lucky. You know, this game is only three hours from the house. So very lucky. I'll leave Thursday morning uh, just to make sure I get plenty enough time to get there. And so uh, and I'll sleep Thursday night and drive back uh, early friday morning so not bad for me whereas the panthers obviously have to leave you know day before the game obviously wednesday and uh and and get there so i'm lucky i get an extra night sleep at the house and uh get up to houston and you know jordan the houston texan stadium okay nrg stadium the booth i don't know if you have you called the game from the booth at this i have not no we are on mars on Mars. So you're yeah, high the up there. Players, the players look like ants. We are extremely high up there. The binoculars will be in full force effect going into this worse game. Than, because, worse than New Orleans? Higher uh, than New Orleans? Yeah, I say yes. Very similar. I've only called one game from New Orleans, and that was very high also. Uh, but the Texans is extremely high. You're, I mean, so, we are – when we're going to have a good play for the Panthers, I will be banging the roof, you know, I, and I don't so, have to get on a ladder. I mean, we're, we're, we're that close. So two things I'm taking away from that, that comment is, number one, you're going to be making up half of what you're saying on the game broadcast because you can't see. And number two, if NRG Stadium press box is Mars, then the Saints press box is Uranus. Is that what you're saying? Uh, possibly so. I will say this, though, Jordan. Two years ago for the Saints game, <laughs> I'm in the press box, and I'm full. In Uranus. You're in Uranus. Yeah, okay, I know. Got I'm, it. Trying not, I'm trying not to give you credit for that joke, <laughs> but I, I, I really want to laugh. And I'm in the press box, and I'm looking down, and I'm like, this is unbelievable. So I sent a little text to Archie Manning. You know, I'm trying to show you how big time I am. Arch and I. You know, we're we're really close. Love that man to death. And he was a longtime radio color analyst for the Saints. And I texted him. I said, Arch, I have never been in the Saints press box to call a game. How in the world did you call a game from this high up? And he just responded back. He said, bud, it's up there. Just make as if you know what you're talking about. And you can just guess. So I thought that was some great advice from the legendary Archie Manning. Well, there you go. That the good ones, the good ones get it done no matter what, Jake. No matter the conditions or the atmospheric pressure of whatever planet they're broadcasting from. So now, okay, you were saying, so on the football, okay, the football theme of that is, yeah, 
well, don't you think the Panthers have to feel the same way? It's a short week. It was a tough game on Sunday, physical division opponent, and you just have to get it done. There's no excuses. I mean, you would have to think, well, Coach Rule, that's the that's the point of emphasis this week, right? It's about us. I was going to segue right into that, saying that you, as a radio broadcaster, have to like mess, mess with your whole week to get prepared and get ready and get to the game on Thursday. How does it feel to be a, a player through all this? And you and I both played in these kind of games, and it's a weird deal. I, I, almost, I always liked it because it just just changed up the flow and it's early in the season so this will be good to, once you get through this Thursday you get the famous John Fox mini buy as he liked to call it but everything is expedited and I've said this before I think the traveling team has the advantage on the Thursday games and I want to hear your reasoning why because let's say you're like a little bit worn out from the previous game which is likely to happen right Nearly every game, once you get like, once you have kids and you get a little bit further in your NFL career, you have someone coming to visit almost pretty much every home game, right, Jake? Like there's at least some family, some kind of a guest situation or a friend or something, right? So when you have a home game, I don't care what you say, the guests mess with your rest because you like, there's somebody on the couch that wants to talk to you or there's somebody that's in town and whatever you got to go to dinner with them or whatever right but when you go to an away game on a thursday nobody's going to that one hardly friends wise family wise so you fly the day before so you have your your monday walk through your tuesday walk through you're on the plane wednesday and you get to lay at a hotel and rest all wednesday night and then a whole bunch on thursday whereas the home team's got other logistical situations to deal with i always loved when we just got out of town and got to the game those that's my reasoning there jake well I I have only played on one Thursday night game, and we played the Miami Dolphins. And it wasn't a good experience, and I'm going to tell you why, and you had something to do with it. I don't know if you recall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You broke your ankle the Sunday before against the Atlanta Falcons. Was it Atlanta that you broke your ankle? Yeah. Yes. Actually, tibia, fibula, not ankle, if we're being Well, it it wasn't good. Okay, you're real tough, whatever. So you break your ankle. And we're in a short week, very little practice time. Most of the time at that point in our careers, many of the teams that we played against, especially in the NFC, were four, three defenses. So four D linemen, three linebackers. Well, we were playing an AFC opponent, Miami, and they were a three, four, three defensive linemen and four linebackers. But the two outside linebackers, in essence, are defensive end slash outside linebackers. One's a rush guy. One's a drop guy. So it's a little more difficult, I guess you can say, in run blocking. Things are very different. So we had a short week. You decided to go ahead and break your tib fib. So we had to reshuffle our whole offensive line. And we lost at the end of that game. And we just were not clean. We just weren't sharp. And it was due to the lack of practice time. But because you were selfish and you had to have that injury, it cost us a win. So that's my one Thursday night experience. Not happy with it. Yeah. Well, I've got other ones other than that. I I didn't – I remember watching that game when you guys went up there and – it didn't go well, and I or, or you guys played Miami and didn't go well. I was in so much pain, <laughs> laying on the couch at home. I was kind of in a foggy state, dozing in and out. So that I had my own problems to worry about. Uh, okay, you just got back from the Saints game, yes, like, I guess. Well, a couple of days ago, I texted you at halftime, and I said. We don't usually text during because, you know, when you're calling the game, you're busy. You're not looking at your phone and all that. But I had to say it. Darnold looked sharp. And you said, like, very, very sharp. 
Second half, maybe not as perfectly precise as the first, but overall, man, he looks pretty good. Jordan, I said it multiple times during the broadcast, and his a quarterback, you, you watch a quarterback's feet for the most part. Their feet will tell you if they're seeing the game, you know, how, how smooth are the feet? What are they like in the pocket? Your, your feet talk to you, like progression. Okay, number one, number two, number three. Do you get to your check down four? Your feet are going to tell you when you're going to kind of hitch and shift in the pocket. And that's one thing that I just, I've been very impressed with Sam. And listen, this is not, you know, Panther fandom talking. I Just from a, watching this kid play, his feet stay calm in the pocket. He got hit a good bit against the Jets. Um, didn't get hit near as much against the Saints. But there was some noise around him in the pocket. And gosh, he just, his feet look good, man. I mean, he really and truly, he tries to get to his check downs. And unfortunately, that was the one interception uh, or fumble. However, they ruled it, I think, an interception. He was going to the check down. He threw the same check down the week prior to Chuba when he was getting some pressure in the pocket, and he was trying to go right to him again. And P.J. Williams, number 26 for the Saints, was able to grab him, and the ball just floated out. You know, you'd like to see him protected, but I just think this guy is – he just seems – his headspace, he's in such a good headspace right now. He's running the offense extremely well, uh, making accurate throws. Um, really like what I see. I thought one play in the first half, I, I know Sam would like to have back. It was a play action pass and um, he had a lot of protection. He, he was able to step up into a nice lane and DJ was kind of running an over route, going from one side of the field to the other, put his foot in the ground and was coming back to where he came from in the middle of the field with some depth. Sam stepped up and he bounced it to him and this would have been a big play. And you could just see Sam like, you got to be kidding me. But didn't let it affect, and sure enough, it wasn't long after, maybe the following series or two series later, we ran the same similar type situation. Same thing happens. He steps up, hits Robbie Anderson, huge first down. And that was, I don't know, I I just thought that was great to see. Did Coach Brady or Coach Rule say, hey, let's go back to that. That's going to be there again. Let's go back to it. Because certain coaches, and it bothers me, you know, you have a play called, a play going in, and you run it, and they put a line through it. Okay, we ran that play. Well, it was successful. Run it again. Like, make them stop it. I, that And we went back to a similar type play, and it was a huge play. That was – I'm seeing some very, very encouraging signs. And it's going to have to continue this week to play this Lovey Smith-style defense of the Texans because they're going to trust – that they're going to challenge you. It's not that difficult what they do defensively. All eyes on the quarterback. They want to create turnovers and run. This is a fast type of defense. That's what Lovey has built his reputation on. So I'm anxious to see if we can carry it over, and I, and I truly believe we will. What did you think about the 2.7 yards per carry rushing, Jake? I I know Christian always shows up big, and he had you know a, a, another solid game, had some cramping issues he had to deal with, but – his numbers always look good because he catches the ball so much, right? But we got, I, I mean, we got to be able to run the ball more often. And I'd love to see, I don't, it's, it's tough, man, because I don't want to see Christian off the field, but I'd love to see Chuba or Freeman get involved in just kind of the downhill running game a little bit more because 
if you want your quarterback to be really good, man, give him a good rushing attack, and his life will be a lot easier. So I, I don't know if you picked up on any of that as well. Well, Jordan, I mean, listen, I, I've been a benefactor of great running backs and great offensive line, you know, from Stephen Davis to Sean Foster tandem to D'Angelo Williams-Jonathan Stewart tandem. So I know what that does for play-action pass, um, just for the morale of the team, for the play clock usage, and for your defense to stay healthy. And so, yes, it's pretty – it's amazing that we went only 2.7 yards per carry last week, and yet our defense only had to play 46 plays, I believe. So we did very well third down, uh, you know, getting first downs, keeping the ball away from the Saints. So we need to improve that. I don't think there's any doubt. Um, you'd like to see us establish that, and I think we will. I, th- I truly believe that's the thought process of Coach Rule and Coach Brady because it's so effective. Um, I'd like to see that improve this week. I don't think there's any doubt. They're playing a rookie quarterback. Don't give him any possessions so we can just get after him and show him different looks and use our speed on defense. But, yeah, Jordan, that 2.7 needs to improve. And, and I'm right. like you. I want to see Christian take some, get some rest along the way. And that's a big thing everybody talks about. But flying back Sunday night, you know, Seattle comes uh, has a big lead on the Titans. The Titans come back and win. And what did the Titans do? They rode Derrick Henry. And Derrick Henry is just, the more you give him, the better he gets. And the way he takes care of himself in the offseason, he has not slowed down. And this has been multiple years. I think Christian's the same way. I mean, yes, he is not as big. I, I get it. I understand it. But the way he takes care of his body, I think he's built for this. I think he's made for this. And I don't think this is going to have any long-term effect for a, a, a short-term successful career. I, I truly believe he can sustain it for a while. Uh, I think he can too. I just, maybe we were a little spoiled with Mike Davis, you know, in the last couple of years having a, a number two guy, especially when Christian went out, but a number two guy that could gain some yards on the ground, put some more pressure on defense. I, and, and you were excited about Chuba going into the season and Royce Freeman's done some good things in the league already. So I just, I'm, I'm anxious to see kind of what else we have there. Again, not wishing Christian away, but like, I think there's some more play, big play opportunities in there. So we'll see. The Panthers D, Jake, leads the league. Remember, do you remember if we were able to go back in time, you would hear me say, I'm going to draft the Panthers D in my fantasy league early. Do you remember that? Remember me saying yes. that? Yes, sir, I do. Okay, Panthers D leads the league in yards per game, points allowed, pass yards per game, rush yards per game, sacks with 10, and that's in two games, Jake. So what's that, five a game on average, roughly? It's amazing how good, and, how good you are in math. Go ahead. I know. QB, QB hits. 21 in two games, Jake. And I can't, that's awesome. Will it last? You know, there's going to be a game somewhere along the lines where, you know, there's numbers given up. That's just bound to happen. But they're set up. The Panthers D is set up with the mighty Davis Mills at quarterback for the Texans. The, The Panthers defense is set up. They should be able to be successful again, right? Yeah, that's the expectation. And it's okay to have that expectation because going into the league, uh, going into the year, I think the biggest concern, and we've said it on here, you know, offensive line, play production and depth. But we felt our defense, we just kind of really liked the rotation guys that we had to come in to spell, but the speed that we have on defense. And listen, I think we're like 25% on third down percentage. Our defense is causing other, other teams. That is huge. That is just, you You can't get better than that. You know, I mean, yeah, you'd like to go, you know, uh, make a team 
go over on third down, but like the 21 hits on a quarterback. And in what better way to try to hit even more going against a rookie quarterback who has played one half of football um, due to Tyrod Taylor having a hamstring injury. It looks like he will be out. Um, so what can we do? Can we get after him? Now, on the flip side of that, I truly believe the Texans want to run the football because they have a pretty nice stable of running backs and their O line is not a bad offensive line. And I could see them trying to take the air out the ball for Davis Mills and control the clock and take the hits off of him. Because listen, you have David Johnson, Mark Ingram, and Philip Lindsay. And Rex Burk- Burkhead's another one that's on that roster. I mean, you, you have a nice stable of running backs that can do many things. Catch the ball out the backfield, uh, one cut, downhill running backs, tough running backs. And the line for the Texans is not bad. So you'd have to think they're going to try to protect the young kid in that regard. So, you know, with us, can't turn the ball over this week. Points are a premium. No, uh, no field goals. Uh, in the red area, hold them if they do get in the red area, hold them to field goals because you would have to think precision wise with Davis Mills in the red zone and things of that nature, being a young rookie quarterback, those windows are smaller and it's still fast and we're a very fast defense. So hopefully we can create havoc in the, in in that area. And I'm going to be honest with you, Brandon Cook seems like you know, their go-to guy. They're, I don't want to say their only guy. Please don't get me wrong. But, like, he's been the focal point of taking downfield shots. So we we can contain him. You know, I, I look forward to a good night, Jordan, on Thursday. I really and truly do. How quickly the quarterback uh, outlook can crumble. And I, the Deshaun Watson situation has been going on forever now. But then you're like, all right, we still got Tyrod Taylor. We're doing good. Okay. Oh, Davis Mills. And maybe Davis Mills is the next Tom Brady, who knows? But the guy has, he played 14 games in college, Jake. So like 15 games ago, he was in high school. Like, And now you're going to, in the NFL as a starting court. He can't know anything. You know, it doesn't mean he's not talented. It doesn't mean he's not really smart and all these things. But his experience level is so, it's just so crazy, man, that the NFL, the teams, you can get to such thin depth at positions so rapidly. It's week three, you know what I mean? And here's my other question. Your homework assignment, Jake, is to find out who in the world their number two quarterback is. Because if Tyrod Taylor's like out-out, what happens if Davis Mills breaks a shoelace, Jake? Well, it's Jeff Driscoll. He'll be, he's on the practice squad. He'll be brought up. I don't okay. think there's any doubt. There you go. And, and listen, Driscoll's a guy that, you know, if there's a struggle in this game, who knows if they don't put Driscoll in? Driscoll's a big guy that can really run and an athletic quarterback. So, you know, who knows if they go to, you know, sprinkle him in um, in, in the game plan this week. But Davis Mills, I think he was one of the five-star quarterbacks coming out of high school, went to Stanford. He only played that many games. Um, one, because COVID, I don't think Stanford played many games at all last year. So yeah, that affected five him. last year. Yeah. Yeah. So, listen, havoc, havoc, havoc. I mean, Hassan Reddick. And Brian Burns, they look like, you know, coming out of track stance when they attack the quarterback. And then up front, you know, Derek Fox, I I thought he created so many penetration issues for the Saints. Daquan Jones, I think, is, gosh, that's just an unbelievable sign. I think those three guys, and I don't want to leave anybody out, but man, those three guys that we signed in the offseason for the contracts we signed them for, the production yeah. has been through the roof. I think that's just been fantastic. And Derek Brown, maybe a little more, a little quiet last week uh, as, as opposed to week one, but still, we're it's pretty good. And I don't know, Jordan, maybe if Shaq Thompson just likes number seven better. But gosh, he just looks good this year. It's like he's he taking complete ownership. I don't know. Uh, it's it's very positive. Very positive. I know. Well, I'm it takes the a praises. few years. 
yeah. it's good. Well, they should deserve it. We'll be honest when, you know, if if and when things don't look as good because they still have 15 games left. That's just insane as well. I got it, I got to give some pub to, to John Miller coming off COVID, declaring that himself he wasn't going to be in shape enough to play every snap. I thought he and Taylor Moten just looked awesome. Cameron Jordan's a pretty dang good defensive end, and we didn't hear and see a lot about him, so Taylor sure did a nice job. And then Cam Irving's doing a great job on that left side. Dennis Daly, is, it sounds like he's going to start now with Elf line out with a hamstring, with the rarely seen O-line hamstring injury. We usually don't move fast enough to pull a hammy, but evidently Pat got it done. So feeling good about our depth, even with a starter out. Dennis Daly sure done a nice job moving in and out at multiple positions. So, And then the, the last thing I got to talk about, Brady Christensen came in at left guard for two plays. Oh, God, it was so funny. The first one it was a pass play. He blocked his guy. Everything's good. Second one, pass play. He's uncovered. Just, oh, he looked like such a rookie, Jake. He sat back, and, and the, the D end over um, Cam Irving kind of rushed to the inside of Cam. So Cam's funneling him down, and Brady's there kind of not knowing maybe what to do. He steps behind. No, he steps on Cam Irving's foot. Brady Christensen falls down. Cam Irving falls down. And then the D end sacks Sam Darnold. And I, could, I just wish I could have heard in meetings what cam irving said to brady christensen right there because he's like just get out of the way just if you weren't even there it would have been fine but just, it was such a rookie like it's happened to all of us jake just ah oh, you then you only get those experiences by just living through a man it was awesome but yeah that's you know. the one where you're like in like what kind of stance is this what what kind yeah, of drive exactly. is this why are your feet so yes. wide and you're like coach yep. i don't know and my mind was yep. just going so fast i mean that's just yeah you kind of chuckle and then about he just falls can. down <laughs> yeah because you win you fall down and it's all so funny and blah 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 oh I, there there's a million stories there but we gotta go so jake have fun man get your work done drive safe if you get you know on the way there back if you need somebody to talk to give me a call we can chat uh as we always do but uh have fun man i i, I gotta record the game because my jv we got a, a game against the weezer wolverines at the um, the exact same you'll kick off 10 minutes before us so I won't know the score. I'm going to keep everything silent. I'm recording the game, and then I'll watch it later when I get home. I'm just excited that you guys are playing the Weezer Wolverines. That is a great name. They, oh yeah, Wolverine versus a Grizzly, dude. It's going to be an epic battle of nature's finest. All right? Man, I love that. Yep, it's going to be an epic battle. I'm looking forward to it. And, um, you know, let's uh, listen, the stars are aligned, and, and it's very simple. We have a strong chance to go 3-0, and and it's hard to do that in this league. And, yeah, expectations are not. I mean, this team should embrace the fact that we have a chance. Let's go own it, and let's see what we can do. Well, go have fun. I will check in with you next week. Uh, we are powered by Ortho Carolina, Jake. I always forget to mention Ortho Carolina because I just am so excited to to talk to you and I enjoy this time together and Ortho Carolina pieced me back together many a time. Like I wouldn't been able to play as much football as I play without Ortho Carolina. So it's pretty rude of me and they sponsor our podcast. Pretty rude of me to forget them, Jake, but we are powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way, Jake. That's it. Get out of here. I love it. I love the way you started. I love the way you ended. And uh, let's go three and oh, big gross. All right. See you, man. Jordan and Jake powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with a click of a mouse. 
Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. Wow. <laughs>